Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Today is the 10th of May, the 130th day of 2021, affording us 235 days until 2022. Today in 1534, French navigator Jacques Cartier arrived in Newfoundland. Today in 1869, the Golden Spike was driven at Promontory Summit, Utah, completing the first United States Transcontinental Railroad, connecting the Central Pacific Railroad with the Union Pacific Railroad. Today in 1963, on the advice of George Harrison, Decca Records signed the Rolling Stones. And today in 1994, Nelson Mandela was sworn in as South Africa's first black president. Near the end of this past week, our local newspaper gave us a few things to think about. The report about birth rates in the United States going down, for example. Many folks concerned about climate change and the effects humans have on it might think fewer babies being born to put less stress on an already crowded planet would be a good thing. Not far from that story was one about the expansion of an investigation into forever chemicals, polyfloral alcohol chemicals, that are contaminating well water in the town of Fairfield, Maine, and that the investigation now includes two neighboring towns, Benton and Unity. Here again, the optimist might find the Maine Department of Environmental Protection testing dozens of wells to be a good thing, especially when the threshold for concern is dealing with proportions in excess of 70 parts per trillion. That's a really small fraction, but nonetheless testimony to how dangerous even the least bit of many chemicals are to human life. And we should be grateful the Maine DEP is keeping tabs to some extent. And below the forever chemical story was a story about Mount Washington's Summit Weather Station's new watch cat named Nimbus, a gray short hair who has recently been chosen from among four feline candidates to serve as the new mascot for the Mount Washington Observatory. Nimbus's predecessor was Marty, who served from January 2008 until late 2020. Rebecca Sholin, the observatory's operations manager, surmises Nimbus will, quote, have big paws to fill, close quote. Heavenward to the east at dusk and nightfall, find the brilliant star Vega and use it as a guide to the constellation Hercules above. In the middle of Hercules is the Keystone, at the top of which is the globular star cluster M13, or Messier 13, also known as the Great Cluster in Hercules. And tomorrow night, to the south after sunset, find Spica, the only bright star in the constellation Virgo. Then look to the immediate right to find the smallish trapezoidal constellation Corvus the Crow. Legend has it that Spica represents an ear of wheat held by Virgo the Maiden, and Corvus the Crow is trying to snatch it. This past week, the national COVID-19 death toll rose again by at least 5,000, so that since counting began more than a year ago, nearly 581,000 Americans have lost their lives to the novel coronavirus. Some of us might remember Dr. Anthony Fauci a year ago inaccurately forecasting that only a fifth of that number would die. Toward the end of last week, the number of confirmed COVID-19 cases worldwide was approaching 157 million, an increase again of at least 6 million cases globally since the week before. 
And along with the escalation globally of those confirmed cases, the number of fatalities is now verging on 3.3 million inhabitants of planet Earth having succumbed to the COVID-19 pandemic. And the U.S. is still winning the gold medal in the COVID challenge. It's simple. We're really good at it. Although we here in the U.S. have only 4% of the world's population, we consistently have had at least 23% of the world's confirmed COVID-19 cases and 19% of the world's COVID-19 fatalities. In other words, we're now at nearly 33 million cases since the beginning of the pandemic and more than 581,000 deaths. No longer so distantly behind us, India continues in second place, having more than 22 million confirmed cases, an increase of 3 million cases since last week. And Brazil is in third place with 15.1 million confirmed cases. France continues in fourth place with 5.8 million cases. And Turkey, with 5 million cases, is in fifth place. Russia, with 4.9 million cases, is in sixth place. The UK is in a close seventh place with 4.5 million cases. Currently behind the number one U.S. in COVID fatality rankings are, in second through fourth place, Brazil, India, and Mexico. Today in 1899 in Omaha, Nebraska, Frederick Austerlitz was born, the son of Johanna, or Anne, and Frederick, or Fritz, Austerlitz. Anne was born in the U.S. to Lutheran-German emigrants from East Prussia and Alsace, and Fritz had been born in Linz, Austria, to Jewish parents, parents who had converted to Roman Catholicism. While Fritz had arrived in the U.S. at Ellis Island in 1893, Anne, seeking work in the brewing trade, had made his way to somewhat stable employment at the Stortz Brewing Company in Omaha, Anne dreamed of escaping Omaha by way of her children's talents. So in 1905, when Fritz lost his job, the family moved to New York City to launch young Fred and his older sister Adele into vaudeville as a dance team. After a few years of training at the Albion Master School of the Theater Academy of Cultural Arts, where Fred and Adele were taught dance, speaking, and singing in preparation for developing an act, their last name was changed from Austerlitz to Astaire, and their first act was called Juvenile artists presenting an electric, musical, toe-dancing novelty. For a couple of decades, they broke box office records in London and New York City. Then in 1932, Fred's sister Adele quit the team to marry. Momentarily, Fred, whose confidence became a bit bruised from a bad screen test, became worried about the future. But RKO executive David O. Selznick said about Fred, quote, His charm is so tremendous that it comes through even on this wretched test, close quote. Soon Fred was partnered with Ginger Rogers, and Catherine Hepburn commented about the pair, He gives her class, and she gives him sex appeal. In all, Rogers and Astaire made nine films together, six of those becoming RKO's biggest moneymakers. Film after hit film in a 40-year career, of course, raised much envy and jealousy from the elite among the audience, including later Mikhail Boryshnikov, who commented, What do we dancers think of Fred Astaire? It's no secret. We hate him. He gives us a complex because he's too perfect. His perfection is an absurdity. It's too hard to face. 
Today is also the birthday of American stage actor and assassin John Wilkes Booth in 1838, of American film producer David O. Selznick in 1902, of American country singer Maybelle Carter in 1909, of American actress and comedian Nancy Walker in 1922, of Scottish musician Donovan Leach and British musician Dave Mason in 1946, of English musician Sid Vicious in 1957, of Irish rocker Bono in 1960, of Canadian supermodel Linda Evangelista in 1965, and American actor Kenan Thompson in 1978. From Orono, Maine, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Here's to the eighth official week of spring. We're turning the corner towards summer. <laughs>